Today on the news and why it matters, we're here discussing food, but I guess we'll get into the news. Uh, three more big retailers request that people not open carry in their stores. Uh, and the latest poll shows possible good news for President Trump. Got a lot to get into this Friday. Starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by the queso connoisseur himself, Stuber Gear. Thank you. That's actually how I would like to be known. Um, tombstone queso connoisseur. Queso connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Uh, soda connoisseur as well. Yes. Diet soda connoisseur in particular. That's true. That's I, true. I love my artificial sweeteners and uh, liquid cheese. And uh, coincidentally <laughs> enough, that will be what kills you. Uh, we also have Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hi. Uh, what connoisseur are you? Uh, yeah, ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jason Buttrell? Yes. Jason Tostitos Queso Buttrell. Yeah, he's... Okay, so we... we I, I know we got a lot to get into, but I do have to point out, I have to shame you. We have to publicly shame Jason on air. Well, he's I buying a grocery store jarred queso in Texas. I don't, it's just inhuman. There's a, what I said, there's a weird elitism going on with queso. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, it's kind of hard to screw up melted cheese, but just Tostitos does it... Pretty well. What are you, I a think. hobo? <laughs> <laughs> it does taste well, uh, pretty good when you heat it up under a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Uh, all right, before we get into it, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. If you are looking to refinance your house, you got a home loan to get, I don't know, you went through a nasty divorce and now you're trying to get your ex spouse off the title, I don't know your life. What I'm saying is uh, you got to go to American Financing. They have salary-based professionals. They're not commission-based, so they're not looking for what's in it for them, what's going to get them the best kickback. They really are incentivized purely by trying to get you in the best deal that they possibly can. I know, you know, Stu dealt with them, and they went through everything, answered all of the questions that you had. Fantastic. They're great to deal with, and especially with a complicated thing like this. You need someone you can trust that actually can explain the stuff that you can go to over and over again and say, hey, you know, I have this question, this question, this question. They were able to walk walk you through all of it and get great rates and a great deal, too. Yeah, so you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. So three more big retailers. This is like the new hip woke thing is uh, telling people not to open carry in their stores. First, we had what? It was Walmart and there was another one. Yeah, Dick's. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now it's Walgreens, CVS, and Wegman. Uh, Wegmans mm-hmm. have, oh, Kroger. That was the other one. Mm-hmm. So now all of these stores, it's the trend now uh, to not open carry in their stores. Um, it is interesting, too, uh, just getting into this whole gun debate because it's coming at a time where, you know, I know that the, the last shooting just took place. Obviously, uh, a tragic thing. But it seems like the retailers and the Democratic presidential candidates are all kind of using these shootings to push for labeling guns as terrible, evil things by themselves. Guns are killing people, mm-hmm. not the people are killing people. Um, and Bill de Blasio, did you guys see his exchange with Tucker, Tucker Carlson? I missed this. I don't think so. Did you? You didn't tune in. No, I, yeah. I mean, anytime Bill de Blasio is on a television, I am not watching that television. Well, so, so... Usually I would say, okay, Bill de Blasio, whatever. He doesn't have a chance of making it to you know, the president, so who cares what he has to say? But I do think that what he has to say here in this exchange is important because I think it's very telling uh, as to what all of the Democratic presidential candidates feel about gun control. Watch. 
We cannot have assault weapons in our society. We've seen the devastating space. impact. They need to be banned. <laughs> and that means, by definition, you don't leave millions and millions of them out there. The buyback's the obvious it's approval. Do you have a definition of assault weapon? <laughs> I mean, because a lot of deer rifles would, be quali- would qualify as an assault weapon. Look, would those I be think, taken too? I think the fact is that I'm someone who understands under the Second Amendment, there are going to be plenty of appropriate weapons that people can use for self-defense, for hunting, if they're sportsmen, if they're marksmen. There's all sorts of weapons that still would qualify for people to have. Mm. But the military-grade assault mm. weapons, those Sportsman. just don't belong in the hands of everyday people. Would you subject your bodyguards to the same limitations as other American citizens? Again, Tucker, I respect Good you, question. but that's a question that makes no sense whatsoever. You have what? sworn law enforcement Of course it does. If I, can't, if I can't have... Oh, of course it does. I've got a family just as you do. Sworn I have a lot of threats against me just as you do. Hold on, slow down. Are here you get free bodyguards. No, 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 no. I don't. No, 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 no. You have bodyguards living at your house. Don't, no, 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 me. By Mr. Mayor, if you're a you've got bodyguards living in your house. I you. know some of the bodyguards living at your house, okay? And they've uh, got magazines that I can't protect my family with. Right. Does that bother Tucker. you as a champion Tucker. of the little guy? Tucker, That's someone great. who serves in public service for a limited period of time, and in the society we're living in, I hate to say it, but public servants are vulnerable to violence in a different way. And our law enforcement. A lot of us are vulnerable to violence. Uh, absolutely. I spent my whole life until absolutely, very recently. But I don't care about you. Uh, an average citizen <laughs> with no different protection than you or any other American for a very brief period uh, of my life. Man. Well, how about when you leave office? What a douchebag. Pretty telling. I mean, can you, can, oh. can you imagine anything more elite than, well, I deserve to be protected and have bodyguards protecting right. me, but the little man doesn't deserve that. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And he said, well, there's plenty that you can have for hunting or target practice. or That's not what the Constitution <laughs> is about. It, it's not about hunting. It's not about fishing. It's not about using it as a doorstop. It's for protecting ourselves and especially protecting ourselves against the government should it ever become yeah. tyrannical. And that's where an AR-15 would come in pretty handy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that it's ever going to happen in, in the United States of America, but that wasn't the point. It's in case it does, you're ready. Could there be an invasion from a foreign power? Yes. Do you want your citizens armed then? I would think so. Yeah. I, I mean, it's ludicrous. I mean, I think the Second Amendment I- I- in practice is not even about if it happens. It's about preventing it from ever exactly. happening. No government, yes. no army would ever invade this country uh, and go door to door and try to kill its With citizens. 350 it's million really weapons stupid. out there, it'd be foolhardy. It'd be foolhardy. You'd be, you'd, you, your losses would be so overwhelming, it wouldn't be worth whatever gains you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, one of the great things about it. There's no way to go through door to door a country with three, and it's almost 400 million guns now. There's no way to do it. There's no way to do it. And that's the brilliance of the Second Amendment is why our Constitution has stood for 200 years. It's why we haven't had the issues that so many other countries have had. Uh, We do have unique things that go on here. Uh, That's one of them. And they are always like, oh, no other country has ever had problems like this. Well, what, what problems haven't we had? But there's a lot of problems we've been escaping uh, over the last couple hundred years because the Second Amendment does exist. I mean, look, de Blasio has no chance of winning. But the thing that is interesting about de Blasio is he doesn't mind going as he, he is. His belief is if I have a chance, I need to go further left than even Bernie. I'm going to admit all the stuff that we all talk about behind closed doors. And that's why he is. He's a very valuable guy in that way. And his elitism shows. Right. I mean, the idea that um, the average person. Um, should not be protected the same way as our, our, our elected officials is really revealing. It was almost so obvious it was not even worth a comment. Of course, I'm 
I'm a politician. Of course I'm protected. It's unfair to compare. Now, look, I would say that there's a, a, a you know, look, Tucker Carlson is a major right-wing, uh, you know, person in the media in this country. He has massive issues with death threats. We know, we've seen what Glenn has gone through over the years. We've all had death threats. Death threats is just like a part of this job. Uh, and, you know, some of them are more real than others. Surely Bill de Blasio has issues with that as well. But, I mean, we have to pay for it. Or we get to just protect ourselves, which is what the founders uh, intended, and they want to take that right away from us. Yeah, so much to unpack off of that. For first, mili- I hate it every time they say oh, military yeah, grade. Yeah. Makes no sense. There are no military grade. I don't even what, for whatever that even means. Yeah. Uh, if well, we know he's talking about AR platform rifles, which were civilian rifles from a civilian company. Um, that were, was made to sell to civilians. Mm-hmm. The military was like, hey, that's pretty cool. I think we'll use that too. It, 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 they act like it went in reverse of that, which is not what happened. To this day, you'll still hear people on social media or wherever say, well, come on, it's AR. It means assault rifle. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not. It's Armalite rifle, which was the civilian company that, does, had, were, that actually made the plans to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, this... <laughs> The, the elitism in that is absolutely disgusting. And it is the same elitism that they use for all of their uh, you know, topics, like where it's immigration, whether it's wall, whether it's whatever. Yeah, you're the strongest proponents for saying, let's just have unfettered, you know, let's open the borders, let them all in. They're not going to be affected by that. They're not. The people, the movie stars that are up there like saying, yeah, let's, they're the ones with the walls. We know that. That's kind of cliche right now. They, they have walls. They have guards. They have everything. But they also live in neighborhoods where if a ton of immigrants come into their area, it's not going to affect them. They're going to look like this from afar and say, oh, yeah, yeah, they're coming in. They're in those neighborhoods. Glad I don't live there. Yeah. Um, what about, Stu, what are your thoughts on this now, this push from retailers to request that their, you know, their customers don't open carry in their stores. I mean, look, it's their right to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know in Texas there's a very specific part of the law that says in- individual businesses are able to, with posting um, that they would not like people to open carry, are able to do that, and it actually becomes a crime. It's not even a request. Mm-hmm. In Texas, you can, I mean, it's up to the business, which is mm-hmm. I think the way it should be. Um, you know, I mean, But it's I, stupid. I, I would agree with you that it's stupid. Um, however, I, let me focus on one little different slice of this, which is the reason why this is happening is not because of mass shooters. The reason why this is happening is because of people who are proponents of the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. who are trying to basically go as far as they can to prove that the Second Amendment and open carry are okay. So these, these stores are not like, you know, Walgreens and, and uh, you know, these other stores are not responding necessarily to the shootings, though, of course, it's, it's tied in some uh, way. What they're worried about are people bringing in the guns and walking around the aisles. We had a, this happen at Walmart right after the shooting where, where guys like, look, I can, I can carry a gun. I'm going to go in there with my rifle on my back and I'm going to walk around and shop. And it's Idiots. like... It's just, it, 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 are you constitutionally able to do that? I would argue yes. I mean, I know we, have, we still have to follow the laws until those things get sorted out. But it doesn't, it's not helpful to the Second Amendment cause to do things like that. It does not work. You're seeing it here. There's a, now a revolt against the Second Amendment because people have done yeah. things like this. Those guys are morons, and they hurt the rest of us for doing that. Um, but I have two things on this. So, so first off, these stores are doing exactly what the actual shooters want them to do. Um, they want, I have a, you know, intelligence background, I have a security background. Um, we've studied this in depth, large volume stores, malls, 
uh, places like Walmart uh, and even schools are the primary uh, targets. Now, where are they trying to take guns out of? Every single one of those. This is the worst, most dangerous thing you can do. I will not shop at certain malls in the DFW area because they have 30-0, not only the 30-0-7 signs, which is the you can't open carry, mm -hmm. but 30-0-6 signs as well. It's plastered all over it like a big target. That's the primary terrorist target. That's what they want to hit. It, absolutely insane. Now, the problem with, uh, with the open carry stuff is the people that, in Texas, I'll just say from Texas, are the, are the Texans that have uh, concealed handgun license, licenses, which makes them legally able to th uh, carry, uh, open carry. Mm -hmm. But you never do it. Right. Do it. I never see people do it. I open carry all the time. Why? Because we need to be desensitized. If, if more people did it, it wouldn't be scary anymore. The, well, and mm -hmm. that's true because I, I just had this conversation at home um, with, with my husband and I said, honestly, if we were sitting down in a movie theater and I saw someone and he was open carrying, I would feel safer in that movie theater. Like, I'm the paranoid type of person who I'm always like, okay, where are we in relation to the emergency exit in case anything happens, you know, at malls or whatever. And I th he said, well, it would scare people. And I'm like, no, I think that I would feel okay because if he's, if you're, you got it right here, you're showing people you have it, are you really going to then turn around? I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like an, um, a typical MO for a, someone who wants to murder a bunch of people. Right. I, I think I agree with that. I mean, you, you talk about open carrying. There's various ways you can do that, right? Like, the, the things that we're talking about, I think, are, you know, people going in, they're, like, in in the fatigues with the, like, you know, the scary-looking right. gun. Like, that's right. a different situation. Different. Right. I will say, though, you know, I think concealed carry as a uh, as a practice is probably more effective as mm -hmm. far as your, your gun. Like, you know, if, you, if, if, someone, if you're holding a gun, like, someone comes in to, to, to try to kill somebody, they're going to go after the person with the gun when they're not looking first, hopefully, because they can see they have a gun. If you're concealed, you have a little bit more, I mean, it's more effective, I think, as a tactic uh, for utilizing your handgun. But I do agree with you. You know, what you're talking about in Texas is what I grew up with in Connecticut. You never saw a gun. So everyone in Connecticut is terrified of every gun that they see because yeah. they never see one, yeah. unless a police officer is holding it. Texas is supposed to be different than that. And in certain areas of Texas, it is, right? I mean, like, you go into more rural areas, now you see, you, it's, it's like, you know, the, it's the classic shotgun rack. And, like, you know, pe people were used to seeing that. That has gone away. Yeah. Um, and that is, that, is a, that is a cultural problem because people are freaked out. And, you know, half the country believes the stuff the media is telling them about guns, that essentially it's the gun's fault. Um, and when half the country believes that, of course they're going to get scared. Yeah. The fact is, though, almost nobody does that. When was the last time you saw anybody at Walmart? Right after the Open shooting. Open carrying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw the video of the guy yeah. do it right after, but I have never once no, never in my life, that. and I've lived in Texas now, between our two stops here for 16 years, I've never once seen anybody open carry in a Kroger or a Walmart. It's just a, it's a straw man but, but, problem. But, do, but yes. do you agree? Do you agree with Jason that maybe we should see more of it? But, but let's let's make the let's let's clarify. When I say open carry, I mean a handgun like on your mm -hmm. hip, right, like you would see a not the idiot that has an AR-15 strapped yeah. in the well, back. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't have security clearance like Jason does, but I do have a blockbuster video card. Oh my God. It's not usable. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I don't feel qualified to answer that question. Actually, I think you know. I'll defer to Jason. I, I think they. I think they're trying to make a point, and it's kind of irritating to me when they do it. Yeah. Like the guy right after the shooting. That was a terrible time yeah. to do that. Right. He's just being a smartass. Yeah. And, and you're creating danger for all the people yeah, 
people around you. But I, I think, but what we need is we need to like stop. There is this, you know, they're trying to vilify the the, the gun. That's what they're yes. trying to do. Yes. We need to be desensitized yeah, in a non-threatening way. Opening open carrying, if you ha- if legally can do so, that's what we need to do. People have concealed handgun licenses and they don't even conceal. They don't even carry concealed mm-hmm. here in Texas. Like tons of people, it's like we fight for our Second Amendment rights, but we never use them. I, I don't understand why people are doing this. You would think Texas would be the safest place, you know, in the union because of our viewpoint on the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you don't enforce, you don't yeah. use your Second Amendment. Use your Second Amendment. Yeah. And, and final, final thing here, it's like, if the person who goes in to kill 30 people in a Walmart does not care whether you've requested they open carry or not, right? right? Like, that's not the person right. they're targeting. They are targeting the, the, act, the Second Amendment mm-hmm. activist who's thrown on the AR-15 to make a point. Mm-hmm. However, it's a very small sect of society. As you point out, Pat, it's not a real problem. And beyond that, if that person exists, they now have a list of the stores they want to do it in. Because go ahead, request all you want. I want to make a point. If I want to make a point, now they're going to go to those stores intentionally and do it more, uh, which is uh, asinine. All right, back in a minute. None of this stuff works. No, I don't like it. The Walmart thing was stupid. They like they they banned. Before we uh, get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Uh, So Relief Factor, I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way for those of you who are worshipping Big Pharma, like Stu over here. I love him. Big big Pharma worshipper. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. And let me tell you what else, because it's 100% drug-free, it doesn't have any of those nasty side effects that you get from trying to pop all these pills from Stu's best friends. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not Jeffy here. I'm not just giving you that <laughs> pills. No, I mean, Relief Factor is fantastic, and uh, it's helped a lot of people. You know, you got to find what, what works for you. I know it was a 70% of people it works for. I will say last night I had a, a very uh, devastating sleeping injury um, in which I somehow, you always make fun of this, and it actually happened to me last night. Like, I don't know where I was sleeping. I was sleeping like this a little bit, and like my shoulder mm-hmm. kills. Like, I could barely lift my arm over. Like, what? How old am I? A hundred? Uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping it's going to go away in a couple of days, because um, I know it's Usually about three weeks yeah. um, for the relief factor yeah. thing, because it's yeah. more about everyday pain with yes. relief factor. But you may want to just, just kind of preemptively start taking <laughs> yes, it just in case. Sleeping is a contact uh, so sport. <laughs> if, if you are one of the millions of Americans who you just live your life in constant pain, you don't have to do that. Try relief factor. Give it a shot. Like Stu said, it take you three weeks. You'll know if it's going to work for you or not. They've got that quick start pack. It'll give you three weeks worth for $19.95. The odds are in your favor that it's going to work for you, and it's life-changing when it does, and you're out of pain. You can go to relieffactor.com, or you can call 800-500-8384. So there is a a new poll out, and I might check in a second because it's not on my card where the poll was from, but it's a major poll that that came out that has Biden, Warren, and Sanders all trailing President Trump in favorability ratings. So President Trump's very favorable uh, was 29% compared to Biden, Warren, Sanders. I'll go down. Uh, it was The, the Economist. Okay. So you The go. Economist and YouGov, yes. Uh, Biden was only at 17%. Warren was at 20 Sanders was at 18 And then favorable as well, Trump was at 43%. Biden was at 40, Warren at 39, and Sanders at 41. Um, It's interesting because it seems like maybe the more that the Democrats talk, 
Yeah. The less appealing they are to people, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. maybe you shouldn't have seven-hour uh, town halls with them then. Oh, yeah, put that on TV all day <laughs> long. The greatest gift to the Republican Party in the last 50 years. For especially sure. that they want to ban virtually everything that we enjoy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they want to take everything from us. Yes. Uh, amazing. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't seen uh, all the details on this poll. I, uh, did they give undecideds on there by any chance? Uh, I don't have them on my card. I'm curious to see just, um, you know, Trump's uh, approval rating, it's, it's funny because that was a big case against him winning in 2016, that he was, he was historically unpopular candidate. Um, so was Hillary, though, right? And so that was, you know, kind of came down to, the, um, to, to that uh, very close election. One of the things I was uh, thinking about at the time, and I, th- I think is probably true, is that we just are at an era where all these guys are just going to be unpopular. Like, the, the, the mm-hmm. 42% approval rating is not... You're not going to see a lot of 60s and 70s anymore. I think we're at maybe, at a, maybe at a moment where, like, there's a national thing, like 9-11 or, you know, a war or whatever, where you have those leaps in popularity. But generally speaking, we're so polarized at this point, you just hate the other team, and both sides hate, and that's 42-42, basically, and then you're just kind of doing performance level after that. Um, I wonder if that's the truth. I wonder if the reality of our situation is all of these candidates, once you get down to one-on-ones, are going to all be unpopular, and you're going to see which one is least unpopular. Um, that's not an inspiring <laughs> vision of the future, I, I granted. Um, you know, because like there's some, there's a lot of polls too that show Trump in real trouble. I mean, he's histor- he's losing by historic amounts to other candidates right now when it comes to head head to head polling. I tend to, to, to disregard head to head polling this early. I don't I don't think it's particularly val- valuable. But if you're comparing it to past elections, you're seeing that incumbents, I think of the last 11 elections, uh, nine of the uh, 11 incumbents were ahead at this point of, of their opponents. And the lowest, um, uh, the biggest, uh, I think it was Carter was the worst, and he was like minus five, and Trump's at minus 13 and 14 against some of these candidates. It's problematic if, if that stuff plays out. Mm-hmm. My guess is it doesn't. It's going to wind up being when they sift out whoever they get on the Democrats and, and Donald Trump. They're going to come together. It's going to be a one-on-one battle. We're going to find ourselves in that same sort of Hillary Clinton versus Trump perspective where we're 42-42, and then they're sorting out the rest. And that's why, for Democrats, it's such a bad idea to to put an Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders up there. If they were to get a Biden up there, there's enough people in the middle and the right that might say, "Ah, I might consider that, Mm -hmm. that they could win. But what's interesting about that scenario is, I agree, but like the way Biden is, because I think Biden's gone even crazier. Like he's shown, like we know that he's not a moderate, but in this primary, he's actually showing the people that didn't know that he's not a moderate. I mean, we're trying well, to one up the Green to, New Deal. Is it just though? Is it just to get the millennials to 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 get to try and to steal some from uh, Warren and try to steal mm-hmm. some from Bernie? It's is that activists, what he's right? Like you want you want that hardcore activist Democratic left because who who's going to be in an Iowa? Who's going to an Iowa caucus and hanging out for hours arguing about an election? It's not the, it's not your average voter. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a problem with the Iowa caucus in that format and the primary system in general. You're getting people who are only super super active and focused. And generally speaking, ideological. I know that's how I vote. When I vote in a primary, I'm voting for my ideology, like because we sit around and think about this stuff all the time. But Biden can't win if he maintains that course, right? Like, so let's say if he gets the he nomination, to to the he's going to tone it way down. Yep. I'm assuming if he doesn't, he's he's screwed. What's great about this, though, is like we said, the more they talk, I think the more people mm-hmm. dislike them. I mean, you, you find out about their their real policy ideas. And you see uh, that they want to ban guns. I mean, Beto is just flat out said it now. He's hit the desperation point where he'll say anything. He is. He is. Uh, But Elizabeth Warren has a plan to ban everything. She's got a plan uh, to, I think, 
actually just accept the Soviet Constitution and, <laughs> uh, and just swap it out with ours. It'd be a lot easier than all of our plans. Wouldn't it? Just, just ex- adopt that. They're already in there. That, it's you know, built in. Banning red meat, banning children across the world. Uh, Bernie Sanders' <laughs> position on abortion is unbelievable. Yeah. He, wants us, he wants $200 billion to kill other countries' kids. I mean, well, they're just poor people. Uh, right. What do we care about them? Right. Come on, we, we're we America. Don't. We don't need to be concerned with poor children. Exactly. I'm back in a minute. It's amazing. That's what it sounds like. That's crazy. It's hard to take it other ways. Crazy. I want to think that's crazy. Before we head into overtime, football is back, which means so is more on trivia Mm -hmm. on Packray Unleashed. Very excited about that. And uh, we had our first today. Yeah. So if you if you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, More on trivia is back. And this time it's pissed. I don't know what it's so mad about. (laughs) Is it? I don't know. I don't know (laughs) what the deal was. But New England Patriots were projected to beat the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this Mm. weekend. So we'll Um, see. We'll see. How did I can't remember. uh, how, How did it end up last year? How'd you do? Well, Jeffy says sixteen and four. I thought we were fifteen and three, but we did well either way. Okay. It was really well. It was huge. Again, like, like this shockingly is accurate. Should shockingly be accurate. Should be five hundred on these things. <laughs> yes. and you're not for some reason. No, <laughs> it does not make any sense. So make sure to catch that on a Pack Ray Unleash, and we'll see you guys in overtime. Nice one for the Packers, by the way. Yeah, that last night. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, we were just discussing how crazy the left has gone and whether or not, you know, it's these new poll numbers are... Uh, team versus team, or like you said, Pat, Americans are finally maybe waking up to all of the crazy things that they're saying. Um, interesting, the CNN town hall on climate change that we were talking about, the, the ratings are in. <laughs> and they, they're not good. They're not good for, uh, for CNN. So they pulled 1.1 million viewers for that town hall. And Fox News, actually, just to compare, Fox News got 2.5 million viewers in the same time slot with no special programming. And MSNBC... <laughs> even pulled ahead of them with 1.6 million viewers uh, in that time frame. It is interesting because they do act like this is the biggest crisis of our lifetime. And you hear Democrats all the time screaming that we're going to die in Mm -hmm. 11 years now if we don't do anything about it. Yet they really don't seem to be interested in in actually discussing it. It's true. It's really a virtue signaling (laughs) issue for them. I mean, they really don't. I mean, they don't care. They really don't care about about this as a topic. It's more of a, I mean, the American people, when they're polled over and over again, listed as one of the lowest priorities, uh, you know, I mean, which is not surprising. It's a 0.9 degree temperature rise over a century. I mean, it's really hard to get people worked up about that. That's why you have to lie all the time. You know, mm-hmm. this is why that lying comes in handy. Wait, so one degree every hundred years? Yeah. Um, mm. Well, yeah. Well, not quite a degree, but almost. <laughs> you know what? Margin of error, it could be a full degree. <laughs> and that's Celsius, by the way. So I mean, right. we're talking probably 150 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't yeah, know. There's no, I, way there's no way to tell. There's no way to tell. There's no way to convert. There's no way to convert so, that. Unfortunately, it could be a thousand degrees. I don't know. You can't get to Celsius. For or Fahrenheit. it could be. It, it could be below zero. We don't know. No one knows. One of the two. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no surprise. It's the least surprising thing in history that uh, the climate special would be terribly rated, right? I mean, just from a perspective of people uh, having interest in it, they don't. They, like, le- legitimately, it's not a very interesting topic. It's only interesting to me in the fact that they constantly try to utilize, um, you know, bits and pieces of scientific evidence to try to put together a plan to take 
trillions of our dollars and spend them on God knows what. I mean, Which is funny to me because anytime anyone ever says I need around, I need tens of trillions of dollars and I need it or otherwise the world's going to explode in 12 years. Mm. You don't think there's something else behind that? Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be a little Sound skeptical? Incredible. And why aren't they ever accused of fear-mongering? Like right. Annually right? accuse Republicans of. What, yeah. Isn't that fear-mongering? Oh my gosh. I, I, there's a, I said that exact same thing today I, I, on Twitter because they had a new sculpture was just put up. I think it was in Belgium. And um, I tweeted the picture of it. And it's a, uh, it's a bunch of heads like kind of coming out like from underwater. <laughs> and, like it's a, and, it's, and it's entitled, like, Politicians Discussing Climate Change. And it's like, all these people, they're, like, decaying. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, underwater, like, only their eyes. And you're just like, Come on. who is this fearmonger? You're saying everyone on Earth is going to die. How can you accuse us of fearmongering? <laughs> like, we're like, ah, we might lose some liberties. You're saying everyone's going to die. <laughs> you literally can't fearmonger more because right. it was all mongered in this one <laughs> stupid yeah. issue. Uh, it was... I, I, I'm wits end, at wit's end on whether I, I, I agree with you on whether it's a, just a purely virtue signaling. Actually, I think it is on, for the vast majority of them. Yeah. It's just a virtue signal thing. It's not for the average voter, food. I don't think. I think no. it's for, for, the poli- for politicians. Like it's just like guns in a way. Like They're saying, well, we want to uh, you know, get expanded background checks. No one on earth believes mm-hmm. that that's going to solve a mass shooting problem. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Everyone yeah. knows you can get guns if you want to get guns illegally. Yeah, but what I was going to say is I think that I think some of the – I, I don't even know if there's true believers in it. I really don't. I think it, I think most of them are virtue signals. Well, they don't act but like I think they're true believers. Right. Tell you that. Right, right. They don't live their life like they're true believers. Yeah, they're not taking the train everywhere nope. they go or anything like that. But I think there's a few of them like like your Ocasio-Cortezes, the people like that, that. I don't even think that they really believe in it. I think they're just yeah. a, it's a, it's a means to an end for them. It's more than just a I want to get votes for them. This is exa- this is our assault on capitalism and this is how we start it. I think that's true. I mean, I, you know, Ocasio Cortez, I think, is just a little too dumb to really have <laughs> yeah. on either either way. Just a tad, like four hundred percent. She's just reading her script. Yeah, 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 like I do think, like she sees it as a she sees it on blogs a lot. She sees other other liberals are worried about it. She knows that she can say these things and no one's ever going to hit her on it. So I don't even think, like, I don't think she's a true believer. There are scientists that are legitimately worried about parts of the climate, and and you can you go through these reports and see some things that are potentially in the realm of possibility from their estimates. Usually at the very horrific worst case scenarios that could be problematic for us um i you know i think there's better ways to deal with it than than they do um you know when it comes to just overall control of the economy and that's the thing like scientists aren't supposed to design the policy that's what public uh, you know officials are supposed to do right they're supposed to take the science internalize it and 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 then uh describe a new policy that would theoretically deal with the climate in the best way but also weigh it against other things like jobs and freedoms and all these other things um that's not what they do they just keep saying well you know we should just i'm not a scientist scientists should just tell us what to do well then we should have elected them what are we electing you for what are you doing if you're just if you're just copying and pasting their stupid report, what, like they're not they're not experts on those other things. They might be experts on the climate, but they're not experts on those things. Um, I think generally speaking, the average person is worried about it on the left because they hear the constant fear tactics and they and they believe that it's a it's a real problem. Especially the millennials. Yeah, they're just terrified. School. Right? They're just mm-hmm. terrified by it, and like. You know, like Beto O'Rourke said, he told his eight-year-old kid that he wasn't going to be able to live in El Paso because there's, it's going to be in, uninhabitable for human beings. Send in CPS. 
Right. I mean, please. That, seriously, that, that, that is such a bad that parenting That is crazy. Move. It's like saying it's there's abuse. a scary clown under your bed, yes. basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is emotional um, uh-huh. abuse. In addition to that, Beto O'Rourke took a Bolt bus from uh, New York to Boston, and they, it was made a lot of um, uh, new, you know, news. Now, a bus is, um, you know, he made the case that, A, it's better for the environment, and B, uh, it's faster. First of all, it's not freaking faster. Anybody who's been who's tried to go from New York to Boston knows driving is not the fastest way to do it. Yes, there's extra security on a plane, but you can easily do that in probably three hours as opposed to five and a half on a bus. Secondarily, if you want to save the environment, shut down your hopeless campaign. Why are you mm-hmm. traveling all over the country <laughs> with 30 and 40 mm-hmm. people when you have absolutely no chance of being president? You're only doing this because you have money left from donors mm-hmm. and you're trying to raise your own profile. You know in your heart that you have zero chance to win. You also know your name is not Beto. It's actually Bob Frank. So, like, if you want to help the environment, go home to El, Pas- El Paso and stay there. Or maybe move to another state and stay yeah, there somewhere that's lovely. not Texas. California. But, but the point is, traveling around with dozens of people is not good for the environment. Um, whether you do it on Bolt bus or whether you do it by plane, at least by their math. But it just shows it's just not, it's never authentic, right? It's not, it's not like, they could give all these things up. Mm-hmm. You could campaign via Skype. Someone can put up a TV in every room and you can do the speech via Skype every single time. I sure wish that you wouldn't be asking our good friend Robert Francis to drop out because I, for one, I, I find oh. his run to be very amusing. I he totally gives us very good content and I would love it yes. if he would stay in. I will so. say too, uh, super mega Doppler desperate Beto is, is even better than he is. Beto. Because oh, yeah. He'll say anything. He'll say anything. I'm going to swear on TV because then people will pay attention to me. Like, he is pathetic. He's just bat crap crazy yeah. right now. He's just out there. Yeah, he's really like, he's hit that area where like, he really believed he had a chance. He really believed he was a Kennedy. Oh, yeah. And he's mm-hmm. now realizing he has no chance and he's just escalating and escalating and escalating the crazy to try to get attention. And that is like, that's the death cycle of a candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was talking about this with Amy Klobuchar when we've talked about her before. It's like, she's done the opposite. Mm-hmm. She's failed, blatantly failed. But she hasn't escalated the crazy because she's thinking, well, if Biden wins, I could be VP. I've got a future. Beto is playing as a guy that has no future. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that just, you know, he's going to go all out. And he, if, he, if he's going to give him a 1% chance to win, well, good. I mean, he's blowing up the rest of his career, which, you know, whatever there was left of that, I don't know if there was much, but it's good to see because he gets a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of bat crap crazy, our friend, (laughs) our good friend Will Witt over at PragerU, he uh, went to a college campus, which he does frequently. He goes, does man on the street videos on college campuses. This time he asked them um, if they would sign a petition to protect eagle eggs, to protect unborn eagles. But then it takes kind of a twist. Watch. These eagles haven't been born yet, like they've rights, you know, everything like we don't we don't think that they should be harmed or there should be harsher penalties for those kind of things. Would you guys agree? Yeah, sure. Awesome. If you guys agree, we have a pen right here. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Don't kill eagles. Yeah, don't kill eagles, right? Eagles have rights, too. So here's a pen. Eagles are people, too. Yeah, eagles are people, too. Sign printed. I signed it. It's It's fine. fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, double signature is fine. I had like three white claws today. Oh my god, how fun! <laughs> Perfect. All right, now you sign it. Stop the killing of babies. <gasps> I hate like killing you, of babies. Right? Like you hate you hate abortion? We want to protect their rights too, even though being like unborn. Wait, so I know no, if you would want to. I wanna... don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? No, I'm like I, I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> sorry. Oh, fair mm. enough. 
Why, why do you... Is this awkward now? Oh, no, like, I don't agree. You don't agree? I uh, fully support abortion. Why do you support not the killing of unborn eagles, but the killing of unborn children? Um, I think it's the mother's decision. Mm. <laughs> what about the mother eagle? Right, could she kill her babies? <laughs> what about the mother eagle? So revealing. It's unbelievable. So revealing. That is unbelievable. I mean, it just shows the thought process is none. Right? Yeah. Like, if they've yes. never even thought these things out. They just know they're pro-abortion uh, pro, uh, pro mm-hmm. and against killing eagles. They yeah. don't even really know why, except they don't know for the why. choice thing. Yeah, they just know what team they're on, right? Like, uh, eagles is a good uh, use here, because I will mm-hmm. defend the eagles to the death. Um, uh, go Philadelphia. Um, but, like, there's no reason for that, right? Like, it doesn't make sense as a logical thing. That's why the team uh, uh, comparison is so good in politics, because it's what it's become. You, you're loyal to a team for no reason, right? Like, it's it's it gives you an outlet in the world of tribalism um, that politics shouldn't give you. You're not supposed to get tribalism out of politics. You're supposed to get it out of sports. You know, we, I guess we all have that in us. You know, there's some tribalism in us. You get, you get it out of your system with sports. <laughs> Think about the issues. Actually support the things you believe. Because I, there's no real way a person can believe killing eagle eggs is, is bad, but killing human beings in the womb is not. The, the, all the arguments would apply, right? Like they... Haven't hatched yet. They're not out. They're not breathing their own air. They're not. They're not doing these things. It's a different. If I mean, I, like you can't defend this. And I, you know, he cuts those those videos off because they, it just gets awkward and awful. <laughs> but like, there's nowhere for them to go. They've already lost. Yeah, it's a great video. What, what's amazing to me is it, it's 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 also evidence that critical thinking is just not taught anymore. I mean, I don't really know if it ever really was, unless you had a really good teacher, but it's gone. And a lot of these arguments, you can tell, they've never been taught to think critically like from the other side. And they've never been challenged. Never been challenged. This no, this is, this is what you should believe. This is the issue. Now go out and live your life. Well, right. they, they may have been challenged, but in a very surface-level way. Yeah. Just like, well, but it's... Well, it's a it's, choice. Right, right. That, that the only way that they know to back up their what they're saying is, well, a, a woman should have a right to choose. Right. And then they know that, the slogans. That's and that's yes. what I think that is what funds all of these campaigns, right? Like it's all this sort of like, it's, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It's this like bumper sticker mm-hmm. understanding of these issues. And when you're pressed at all on them, uh, they have nowhere to go yeah. because they've never, they've never had a moment where they've been pressed on it. That's, mm-hmm. that's really revealing. And, and I think a big portion of the blame is the conservatives. Uh, actually, I think share a lot of the blame because they haven't had anybody that can adequately challenge them. Like in in a, in, yeah. a, in a way that like is not, does not come come off like you know like a, like like a jerk or whatever. Mm-hmm. There is no Reagan that kind of went through the fire and then actually believed conservative principles and could adequately present them. Can you th- name one right now that can do that? Maybe I'll, maybe Justin Amash. Maybe Mike Lee. Mike. Yeah, but Mike Lee is I, I don't know like. Yeah, Mike Lee definitely can do it. I don't know if he would have like the charisma of like someone. Yeah. It's definitely not a Cruz. Like he definitely couldn't do it. <laughs> I know. But after watching this Beto thing, I'm like, did, was Cruz just really terrible? Like, why? Why was Cruz having problems with this guy? <laughs> like, I, it's awful. I mean, is it just that Cruz is like a lot worse than I think he is? Because I and I love Ted. Well, he, but he you know, didn't but, have. But Robert Francis did not have to go up on stage in front of you know a national audience and be challenged. You know, at all, right? Yeah, like I guess he that's just, it. Yeah, maybe it's just the additional scrutiny. He just, that's yeah, showing. like he went but, I mean, skateboarding and he was treated said he liked Whataburger. He was treated differently in the Senate race than he is being now. He wasn't yeah. ever challenged. He was hailed as a hero, mm-hmm. as this charismatic, hot guy, and that veneer is completely washed away. Nobody it's is giving him that kind of 
that kind of coverage anymore. Oh yeah, people were actually now, like when he first uh, declared he was running, you actually started seeing legitimate articles criticizing him, yeah. which you didn't see, didn't see at all when he ran for senate. Right. I mean, we just talked about revealing with that video. How revealing is that? The media would not point out negative things about Beto because it was Beto versus Cruz, yep. and they wanted Beto to win that. Mm-hmm. Here, they see Beto, and I don't mm-hmm. think this is necessarily accurate, but they see Beto as the a middle of the road liberal option, right? Like he's not as he doesn't go as far as Bernie. He doesn't go as far as uh, uh, you know Warren. Uh, Warren or even Kamala. He's like more of a boot in the Buttigieg uh, range, and that's not enough for them. Yeah, you know, so that's why they they, they just seem to all of a sudden find all of his flaws. Well, he had all those flaws when he was here. He's yeah. a terrible candidate and, and, then. I don't think he even knows what he believes in. He, he's he, the only time, he never really ad- adequately said, like if you went to his webpage when he was, when he first came out to run, it was literally one page that lets you either donate or shop for his cool merch. <laughs> that's, ed- that's it. There was no policy. What I believe that's that was, candidacy. he's just reactionary, really. Yeah. It, it, as soon as the mob gets whipped up, then he starts dropping F-bombs on CNN oh. saying, yeah, that's what I believe too. Uh, I would just like to state for the record, Pat, uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, not hot. Oh, really? <laughs> not hot. Is that true? Okay. Not hot. I mean... What about the sweat he's very, uh, when he's wearing the blue shirt? He's the only blue shirt, the from... only shirt he ever owns. Uh, and, yeah, the sweat. Isn't that hot? He's That's very not... gangly. Yeah, yeah. He's just too, yeah. you know. He is exactly the candidate in, I think, it was season four of House of Cards. Remember this guy? You watch House of Cards, right, Jason? Yeah. The guy who was, like, filming himself on the tour bus all of the time. He was, like, you know, like, Mr. He was, like, a Kennedy type of guy, and, and he was going up against uh, Kevin Spacey. I don't know why he didn't go more to the allegations. He probably would have won that election easily. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was, always, he was always filming himself on the bus. He was filming himself getting a haircut. This is before Beto started running. In, yeah. Really? Texas. It's the exact. He laid out the entire campaign strategy on that show, and then oh. Beto just copied it. Yeah. It's the same thing. That's amazing. It That's really so right. is. I mean, yeah. and, and it's like, it's just, it's all manufactured, right? It's not real. Except this guy probably is good looking. I'd like to get your opinion on that next show. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy to do that homework for you. So uh, yesterday's poll, how would you describe CNN? 61, this is such an odd poll. 61% of you said fake news. 37% said biased news. 2% of you are really stupid and said real news. Yeah, I said it. There it fake is. or biased. <laughs> That's what I said I couldn't pick because I think sometimes they are just outright fake. Yeah. But most of the time it's just, they're just super biased. Yeah, biased I would say is probably the better Mm -hmm. of the two. Because I mean, fake news, you know, when fake news that term started, I think it actually meant something, Mm -hmm. which was legitimately fake stories on the internet that were Mm clickbaity. Like there was a story that Jeffy used to share with me (laughs) all the time, which was this guy who goes to get a prostitute, and this is Jeffy's story, so of course it has <laughs> prostitutes in it. He goes to get a prostitute, and it what turns out to be his wife. And it's the same guy, and it's happened to him in city after city after city after city, and it's because they're just made up a story and are repurposing it for clicks all around the internet. And like, that's legitimately fake news. Like, it's mm-hmm. someone, you know, actually creating a total BS thing to try to fake people into clicking on stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's turned into more partisan news, you know, or like, uh, you know, the typical biased news that CNN pr- provides. I really think there's a distinction between CNN, though, in the old days and CNN now with just their obsession level. You know, oh, yeah. It's just, like, they're so focused on Trump and everything. Like, I, I went on the Politico app last night. Why? I know. I know. Thank you. Um, the top four stories. This is politics, right? It's supposed to talk all the top four stories were all about Trump and Sharpie on the map. Yes. Yes. All four yes. of the Sharpie top Gates. stories yes. 
What? It doesn't matter at all. No one in Alabama was like, oh my God, he said Alabama, like batten down the hatches and put boards on the windows. It didn't occur. It affected no one. He said one thing that was kind of not, it was right a couple days earlier, but not really right when he said it. And it made no difference. And it's, you know, these guys obsess about it for days and days and days after. We talked about that yesterday. And I, the first time I read about that story was CNN. And they did this expose on it. It was like Vanity Fair. It was. I. It took me ten minutes to just, just not even reading it, just to scroll through to the bottom. Twelve thousand words on a, on a yeah. Gate. I was like, "What are we reading about? This makes no difference and at then, all." Of course, he makes it worse because he comes in and is like, "No, see this yeah. one. See this one square inch of uh, of Alabama. It could have done that on day twelve. And it's like, all right, well, look. Can you just say like it looked like it was headed towards Alabama? You know, I'd looked at so many maps. You know, like it looked. It turned back. We all know what's happening with it. What, why They're are you- calling it illegal. Is it illegal? Oh. What the, the, to mark on this stupid thing? I, probably I not. Yeah. I'm sure they're taking a, they're stretching <laughs> but a the, million things that are in that particular statute and right. saying that it's illegal. It's like jaywalking. Like, yeah, technically it's illegal, but. Again, is this, they, why are they doing this? Not because they think it's an actual problem, mm-hmm. because they're obsessed with this person. They're well, obsessed with Donald Trump. The, uh, the CNN Chiron last night or yesterday. As people die, Trump defends presenting doctored map. Like, okay, if people are dying, maybe you should report on that. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> maybe you should report on that. I went on last night to get the updated, you know, the cone map that they have, the one he drew on, right? Yeah. And they have the updated one. They release them. And so when you're in a hurricane, like, the easiest thing to do is you search Twitter, and, they, and, the, and you'll, they'll pop up the image. And it's all over the place from reputable news sources. Not last night. I had to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll past Sharpie, 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 Sharpie. All this crap, all this nonsensical. This, I'm looking for actual information about a hurricane in which I have relatives directly in the path of it. And I have to go through page after page after page after page of nonsensical Trump stories. Yeah. It's really infuriating. It's disgusting. Uh, today's poll. California just made it legal to refuse to help a cop in need. Is this an example of personal rights and liberty or just the Democrats throwing cops under the bus? Can so. you can you pick both <laughs> on that? I mean, I don't. I think it, it would be kind of dangerous to uh, force people to help. A co- I mean, you know, that could get abused, right? right? Or what yes. if a cop is like, help me apprehend this person who's on the... Can you please help me pull... I mean, whatever the case may be. I mean, I'm what sure is- that there's, the, there's a chance that you yourself might be put in harm's way by doing that. I think most officers would probably not want you involved. Well, right. Certainly wouldn't want me involved. You know, I mean, I to, hey, that is true. No, no, thank you, sir. I'd rather just, uh, I'd rather just die. In so peace. I'd like to get clarification on that. Like, is it if if he himself is like having a a, a health issue? Right. Like, I guess. I mean, I guess the implication here is like, you know, cops get shot on the street in the middle of a fight, and right. like, you know, the, the scene clears out, and he's struggling. Do you have to help him? Oh, I'm going to help him because he's a human being, not right. because he's an officer. But I certainly would help an officer. But the law shouldn't compel you to do that. Right. Which is that that was the way the law was. You think it should? Well, I mean, I, I certainly would call 911 or try to get. Try, I would do that for anybody, though. Like, I mean, law compelling you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I no. think I would always help someone, though. I mean, of course I, you would. I mean, that's the j- right thing to do. But I mean, you, you don't want to, the jerk thing to do is a guy is on his own. But that's not illegal. You can be a jerk if you want to. There, a, there are a, many of them out there. It's a very that's a nuanced issue for a poll. I know it is. <laughs> I know that's why I read it. and I was like, oh, but I definitely okay. think there's there should. I definitely think they're shading at cops as well, though. Yeah, that's. So yeah. I think it's both. That's the point of yeah. it. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think by going to the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you Monday. I was trying to find my map that shows one of the early mm-hmm. uh, uh, maps. Yes. 
Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.